things are not adding up for our friends as they reach the end of the chase and find their prize. Few pieces remain hidden, but as the old saying goes, the truth will out. Are our friends prepared for what awaits them at the edge of their known universe? What's really going on with this mission? What is the package? And what is it that the captain is trying so hard to hide from the party? The truth is closer than you think, and it is far stranger than you'd expect. Our friends' lives are about to get a lot more complicated and a lot stranger. As the real journey begins, and they learn the truth about what life is like in the universe, this is your DM, and I hope you've enjoyed the journey so far, and I honestly can't wait to see what you think about what happens next. like I thought it was. And what's that, Shadow? This is the Federation's first contact with alien life. It's a scout from race called Blair. It's probably been lost for a while. It looks like it's gone into dormancy and she probably pulls out her sim unit and just, okay, yeah, no, this, this can't go to the Federation. If my friends are correct in what they've learned, they're going to try and weaponize this, which will just piss off the Blair and that's not good for anybody. First contact with alien life? I'd say looking at Violina, who is Eldori. <laughs> yeah, it's like what what constitutes alien life? <laughs> alien life that it has existed outside of this system. Eldori have been ah. here for a while. Mm. <laughs> so Farida's response is at first her eye is her eyelid twitches. She's like, Oh, this is complicated. And then like she just has a stop and she's like, wait a second. And then looks at Anima, and then looks at the thing, and looks at Anima, and looks at the thing, and looks at Anima. It looks, looks like Sona. Oh, sorry. Does not look Sona. like Anima. I, sorry, then I go, and then I'm looking at Sona. I'm, I'm doing the comparison to the right person. Sona's not here. So Sona's back on the Jaeger. Then I'm looking back at the ship, mentally thinking Sona, this, Sona, this, Sona, this, hmm. Chad is just massaging her temples. And I'm sorry, we're not taking this back to the Federation. It needs to go back to its people. What is it exactly? You said it's a scout for the Belair, but what? what's a scout for the Belair? Is it a person? Or a being? Or... Oh, stars above is complicated. There are energy beings that kind of inhabit these suits. It's how they interact with people. It's, they did send out scouts a while ago, but I thought they got most of them back, and apparently one of them somehow got stuck in this system. And I... So this is a dormant Belair, basically. Yeah, it's probably... I don't know how long it's been here, but surprised it's still hanging in there. They, not good for it to be this long away from its crucible. It's basically in, in energy-saving mode. If Sona check on it and if there's anything we can do to help stabilize it, but we need to get this back fast. And she, she pulls out her semi-unit. She's like not even hiding and she's like, well, lots of people I know. There's going to be another ship coming to pick us up. We can't go back on the Jaeger. So we should get all our stuff off the Jaeger, basically. That's what Sona's doing. Our other ride's going to be here in a few minutes and this isn't good. 
So what are we going to do with the Voyager? Are we going to destroy it? Or are we going to let the Federation think we abandoned the ship and took this package that we were told not to mess with in any way? Captain, I was going to say, currently the Federation has no confirmation that we have recovered their package. They think that it's still being stolen by somebody. We can just shut our mouth and fail. As you're saying this, Shadow just kind of pauses and like tilts her head like she's listening to something. She's like, I'm not entirely sure we're going to have to worry about that as much. Oh, stars above. This is, yes, we're not leaving on the Jaeger. This mission was absolutely not what we thought it was going to be. I need to get you out of Federation space. Almost I can explain more later. We need to get on my ship. Jaeger back on autopilot so we can have some time to get out before anyone questions. And uh, I'm sorry about this. I know you have some, like, loyalty to the Federation. Well, it's the only place where I can make a living, right? They're the only ones that are that have been hiring me and paying me for what I do. Vi knows that Farida is more famous outside of space, right? You think she's more famous than she is within Federation space? Because you see people outside of the Federation talking about her? But you don't fully realize and just looks at Farida's like, trust me, hon, you don't need to worry about that. Farida, people know who you are outside of Federation. Insight check, what are you hiding from me? Go for it. Wait, on who? On Shadow? Or Oh, that's a that's a nat one. She does not believe you at all. Oh, she doesn't believe Vi? No, uh, Farida doesn't believe Shadow. Okay. I don't understand, Captain. You believe you're created by the Federation, right? I... 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 I, I don't know who else could have created me. It must have been them. Take a deep breath. I'll explain more later, but you weren't created by the Federation. They found you. I don't know how you ended up here, but whoever created you isn't inside of the Federation. That's okay. I can take you to them, if you'd like. And she kind of has this look on her face like she realizes she's just chatting in your world a little bit. Federation is just going to continue using you the way that they are, but outside of here, you can be more. You can choose what you want to be. Captain, we can talk about this later. If they're going to try and manipulate or or use this sentient being, then I think we should get out of here. That's I don't think that's the correct thing to do. Farida's jaw does drop because she's been trying to figure out how human you have been this whole time, and that one sentence kind of answers the question very clearly. And Shadow just smiles really big. Don't worry. I'll get him somewhere safe, and I have a lot more explaining to do, but that'll be when we get on, and she just kind of like looks at her simian, like, around the same time, Elena, you also get a message from Classical Knot saying, Dip is inbound. Mm. And Shadow just kind of like smiles and looks up and is like, well, first things first, the Jaeger's not my normal ship. That's my ship. It is unlike any ship you've ever seen. Have some pictures of roughly kind of what I picture it looking like. Because most of the Federation ships are rather like uniform and very sort of utilitarian in feeling. But this one gets bigger, but it's not huge. It's sleek, it's made of materials y'all have never seen before, it looks a lot more advanced, and the side, it has colors and a logo symbol you've never seen before, but the name of the ship literally printed on the side, she says, huh. come aboard the Opal Star, explain more on the way, come on. Title drop! Roll credit. 
<laughs> yes. As she says that, Sona is like coming off of the ship with this floating dolly that has everything of importance on it. It's it's kind of like the things that they have at Home Depot, except it's floating off of the ground. She's like gathered anything y'all left on the ship as well as anything. She has like one in front of her, one behind her, and they're floating along. And she's like, got everything, Sona? Yes, Captain. Great. And you got everything put back in place, right? Yes, Captain. All right. Okay. Let's get out of here. And... I can explain more. Come on. And the dock drops down. So are we just leaving the Jaeger here? Or is it going to be destroyed or what? Sona's so at the autopilot program to get it out of the atmosphere and let the Federation control box take over. And we'll see exactly how this mission was supposed to end. We are taking the scout, yes? Oh yeah, okay. absolutely. Shadow just kind of reaches behind it and pushes some buttons and it just kind of like steps up a bit. She's like, the suits have a sort of autopilot program. It's for when stuff like this happens so they can be gotten to safety. She's going to say something in a language that, once again, none of y'all understand it. She's like a short little command and the suit just kind of nods and starts following her. She walks onto the ship. Farida is very hesitant. Like, we'll probably be the last person. Okay. I mean, Vi's not really happy right now, so she's not really rushing, but she's probably looking, seeing Farida standing there or walking slowly and be like, you okay? No. What's wrong? Well, I don't think we have a different choice. No, well... The Federation hmm. is all I know. I make a perception check to see if I hear this conversation? Yeah. Okay. Are y'all, like, whispering and trying to hide this conversation, or...? She's not. She's eh. she's distraught. She could care less who hears it. <laughs> In that case, Anima, yeah, you hear it. <laughs> I think Federation is all any of us know. Mm, not exactly. Not I know. Well, the Federation enjoys keeping itself and its people in a bubble. There are ways to get around that bubble, but they try to keep it pretty locked down. So there's far more outside the Federation. I mean, there are people, or there are beings outside, because I've talked to some of them through the Shadow Net. And there are people who know who you are, Farida. That's creepy. So if you're worried about your art dying out by you not being here, that's not gonna happen. Okay. Farida's in for a shock! <laughs> well, I mean, it's not like we have another choice here. She looks off in the two directions and is like, yeah. I'm trusting you. If you say that out there is just as fine as in here, I'll go for it. I can make no promises as to what we'll see here. I don't have a full picture, and I'm very tired of being kept in the dark about this. Yeah, but you at least know that you've been in the dark. My eyes adjusted. I think that we yeah. should go. Yeah, we're kind of sitting ducks out here either way. Yeah. Valina, you get another message from Classical Night saying, Coming? Who keeps pinging you? You haven't told me yet. No, I told you about Shadow Knot. It's it's still Shadow Knot. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Why are they so persistent now? We're like in the middle of a thing. Classical Knot, not Shadow Knot. Yeah, sorry, Classical Knot. You just think it's Shadow. They want us on the ship. So they're there. On the ship. Not necessarily. I mean, I would hope that they are to see us. If not, that means that there's security cameras that they've hacked into watching us, or they're that they're seeing us from some sort of hidden vantage point, but... As you kind of run off into the technical mumbo-jumbo, it <laughs> kind of slumps and sighs, and is like, 
<laughs> it starts to chuckle and is like, fine, fine, I get it, I get it, let's go, jeez. Alright. Here's Shao Shao over shoulder. Are y'all coming? I don't have much time. I'd rather yes. not, but I'm coming anyways. Because the classical knot keeps telling us. Yep, yep. We should have to... Ugh, I'm gonna have a conversation with them. Uh, the sooner we get out of here, the better. And promise you, I'll find... Like, I will find you a better place out there. But we need to go. So I guess we all head in, or...? So the magic in my hands hasn't really cooled off yet, because I prepped all those spells. Mm-hmm. They're all the cantrip force bolts. And before we actually, like, step onto any kind of ladder or anything to get up into the ship, She's just going to turn around and dump a bunch of cantrip explosions and fireballs at the hangar where the ship that they tracked down was. Just make it look like a mangled, scarred And it's just kind of like, okay, now I feel better. Let's go. Bit of a jump a little bit. She wasn't expecting that. Now we really need to go. That's going to set alerts. <laughs> well, I sure hope it does. Okay, let's go. Let's get out of here. You guys walk up the ramp and it closes behind you and the interior of this ship is also made of material you've never seen before. It's nice, it's got style to it, there's these little light blinking sort of pointing you to different parts of the ship. It's even in the ships you've been on, Farida, that were the tourist ships. Yeah. This is nicer than that. Fancy. You know, I want to come up to the bridge. We're going to have to do a jump once we get out of atmosphere and you definitely want to be strapped down for that. Crash cap as it is. So y'all have never done like, a light speed jump. The Federation is not large enough to require that, and it's you have no idea what she means when she says a jump. She's being quiet, mm. but she's following. Vi's looking around, but she'll also walk to the bridge. Oh, another thing you notice, this ship has a lot more windows. You can see what's around you as you're walking through in the outer part of the ship. And things are clearly labeled in a couple of different languages. One of them you kind of vaguely recognize from when you were searching for Dindus as you guys all walk up. It's like a gentle hum as the engines start up and it's used to it being a lot louder, being able to feel it, but you can just sort of like hear it. It's kind of like when air conditioning kicks on. As you walk up to the front, the helm is a different setup as well. Think more, have you all ever seen Legends of Tomorrow? Mm. Like sort of what the main area of that mm. ship looks like? No. no. Yeah, so there's just like this big, wide, like front facing window in the helm and Shadow's sitting in a chair, in a chair by herself with a control panel in front of her and Sona's kind of off to the side with a different control panel typing stuff into it. And there's a series of five or six other chairs with harnesses in them. And as you walk up, Shadow just kind of glances back and says, let's drop yourself in. We're the only ones here? Got the others later. Anima straps herself in. Verida does as well. Vi does as well, but she also asks, so is this a Dendus ship? Some of the Dendus helped create it, and I can't say I'm too surprised given your search history that you found that you know what that is, but it's not just Dendus. You don't really feel it, but you can see the ship starting to lift off, and like over to the side, you can see the Jaeger starting to sort of lift off as well. It's still shaky getting out of the atmosphere, but it doesn't shake you as hard as it did the first time, and with the strap, you don't have to worry about falling out. Once you're out of atmosphere, she turns the ship so it can look at the Jaeger. Just kind of sit and watch as it starts heading in towards the center of Federation space. So I mentioned Captain Federation ship. Okay, go stealth. Not gonna notice us. Curious to see what happens. As you're watching the Jaeger drift off, another Federation ship eyes up, and it's another sort of specialized ship. As you're watching, it kind of looks like the cargo bay detaches from the Jaeger. Once it floats far enough away, the ship sort of actor beams it to itself. 
and then as it starts flying away, Jaeger explodes. There's a considerable face of shock and betrayal on Farida's face. Vi's just annoyed. She's not that surprised. Probably a bit of a cry in there. She actually believed in them. Yeah, that is concerning, but it does explain a lot. Okay, let's, let's get out of here, shall we? Anima also, as much as she can, kind of shrinks down into her seat and, like, to herself a little bit. As much as a very large, like, walking tank can. <laughs> kind of blend into the chair. As the just start floating a part of the Jaeger, ship gently turns around towards, pointing towards open space and shadow, just like, Y'all may want to hold on for this. Ready to jump, Sona? Yes, Captain. Wait, so the other ship isn't going to notice this jump? Shadow just looks over even if they can detect it when we're still there, they're gonna have no idea what it is. Mm. Initiating three, two, one. Farida doesn't hear the call and <laughs> gets caught off guard. And ship goes to light speed, which none of y'all have experienced before. And everyone, let's roll me a constitution save. Yes. That's gonna be an eight. Okay. Uh, oh, that's a five. Anima? Uh, uh, that's a 23. So, Anima, you're fine. <laughs> Farida and Violina, you start gagging a little bit in shadows. Bag to your left, bag to your left. Please do not vomit on my ship. <laughs> <laughs> and when you reach to the left, there is indeed a little bag that you can hurl into. Because you're both going to hurl. Vi, for a second, is thinking about not getting the bag, but then gets it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, Verida is starting to turn around to the extremely pissed side, <laughs> and through sheer fury, just like saws it back down and is just like, no, those people are so dead. They are walking corpses. Probably another con save to see if you can actually do <laughs> That's a 15. 15, okay. Um, it's gross, but you do it. You yep. also get the feeling that you're probably going to need to get rid of that later. <laughs> Uh, mm -hmm. uh. <laughs> just so disgusting. Mm. And my constitution is plus five on saving throws. Yeah, that's a lot. You're fine, and y'all are just sitting there. It's, just, it's like you're going through a tunnel of light. And keep going for about 30 seconds, and it's like, Right, wonderful. I'm out of Federation space, and I believe I owe some of you some answers. No shit. As Shadow turns around, when you first, like, her eyes have been just, like, brown, but, like, her eyes are now this kind of green. Like a startling, not quite normal green. Mm, that's not normal for Promethean. What's normal Promethean eye color? I forgot to look that up. Blue. Okay. Because I was about to say that you would actually see that the aesthetic controls that Farida has on her magic aren't something that she's monitoring right now, so her magic is just looking silver, so her eyes are kind of, like, turning more pale. Her eyes are an interesting shade of blue, her... Skin has like a like faint like bluish green pigment to it, and um, her face looks a little different. Stuff probably guessed this. Mom's actually a Federation captain. Yeah, that was evident. I'll, I'll let you know when I'm surprised. Yeah, I'm a Spectra. I'm a captain in the Alliance, and I'm also you probably guessed not human. I was sent to study your Federation because my people are trying to figure out the best way to come into contact with them. So space is bigger than you think. There's a lot more out there than you realize. I've just recently been told. Some of those races, which I'll explain more to you later. It's it's a lot to take in. We're starting to get close. 
the Alliance is trying to figure out the best way to interact with your Federation. Probably by glassing. As I said, my name's Spectra. Mother is Promethean. Elder's Cash, you've probably at least heard of them. I, there's some in Federation space. And that over there, Ali, you can take the suit off now. And you turn over to Sun. She's like, takes the helmet off. She's like, oh, thanks, the stars. It's getting really stuffy in there. And, um, she's actually a dentist. So her face is bubblegum pink. She's got, like, the tentacle hair. Mm. Hi, Tally Mira. You can call me Tally. Or Mira. I go by both. And she's just sitting there, like, smiling at you. So you're going to be the one that I want to be friends with. No offense, Captain. I'm taken. I did have to lie to you for far longer than I wanted. I do apologize for that. Mm. It's cool. I'll get over it eventually. We both belong to the Alliance. It's a loose governing body that helps connect the various different races that have come to contact so far. And I'll probably have to take you to an Alliance outpost at some point just so we can help find you all a place where you would want to stay or if you want to stay stealing with me. But I'm afraid that first we need to get our Belair friend to his, to their people. Also, speaking of which, Shona, can you go check on them, please? Alright, Captain. I'll be me. I'm being the med bay. I would actually love to talk to you more, Anima. She's like really smiling and happy. She just kind of prances off. I actually have a picture in my head of what this character looks like, and it's a tiefling from a, a comedy skit series. Oh. I'll find it and set it in the Discord. Y'all y'all okay. may enjoy this character. If you go to the website with all the races on it, it shows the Dendis on there. Yeah, but it's like the personality is what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's a funny character I, need, okay. I must share. Anima, did you uh, want to say something? No, this is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> this is a lot for her. As Tally leaves, Spectre just looks over at you and says, Your people are the one who created the Ashenforged. So she may know more about who created you. I see. You can wait to look into that until you're ready. I realize this is... This is a lot. Yes. A lot to take in. I don't want to overwhelm you, but... As with the Jaeger, which wasn't really my ship, you have free reign of anything you want on here. There's directories everywhere. We have a library if you want to go do more research on your own. Learn more about the Alliance or the people here. It'll take a couple of days before we get to one of their bases and we can I can find out where the nearest Belair satellite might be. Didn't you say we need to take them to a Crucible first? If we can find a ship with some of their people on it, they may be able to help take care of them better. And also, I need to briefly check in with the Alliance and pick up some of the rest of my crew. It's easier to run this ship when it's not just me and Tally. Mm. So, was the ship autopiloted to Cryon Zero? Actually, I think it was probably remote piloted by... Actually, you've spoken to them. Yeah, I bet I have. I didn't know he was going to contact you, and I'm sorry if he gave you any cause for concern. He's... he means well, but he doesn't always communicate the best. You should know that seeming like you're holding more information and more cards than the other person you're speaking to in the Shadow Net can be very dangerous. As can be looking into someone's um, search history, isn't that right, Spectre? She flushes off. I've been looking into your search history as much as I am assuming as you did yourself. I got the ping that you were looking into me. People search me a lot, but I 
had the feeling it was you. And with the Alliance, we're trying to be careful how much we reveal to the Federation while we're still trying to figure humanity out. We know some from the Prometheans who've entered into different spaces, but we're trying to figure out more about how your Federation works so we can figure out how best to approach them when the time comes. Mm. And it seems the mission we were on was not official. There are people looking into who was really behind that, but definitely very concerned. Um, is gonna get up and be like, no offense, Captain, I'm sure that all of this information will be very helpful for me to know eventually, but I would be interested if you have an armory on board in getting these dumb rags off of me into something a little bit more appropriate. She grabs the Velcro patch of the badge of the Federation and like lights it on fire in her hand and throws the ashes on the floor, then like stops and is like, no, I shouldn't have made a mess, scoops it up into her hands and says, do you have a trash can somewhere? <laughs> over there, that little hole in the console. Okay, put, put it in the hole. She, she taps a couple things and some of the flooring lights up. I'll lead you to the armory and there should be some extra clothes. Uh, should have something that'll fit. We have, we keep extra things because sometimes we have people traveling on board, hitching a ride from station to station. Sometimes we hired extra hands and at least be something until we can buy you more clothes. I appreciate it. I'll probably go whip something up. Also, when you get back, remind me, I need to show you what your charts look like outside the Federation space. You might be in for a pleasant surprise. I'm I'm not going to worry about that for right now. Thank you very much. She's like, she's relatively shell-shocked. She has moments where she's like moving between different ideas and is like trying to keep it together, but it's not working very well. She's trying to find busy work with her hand. If you need it, there's a bar, taps a couple times, and another light sort of lights up. It's like in a similar direction. More dotted line. Try not to get too hammered, though. Maybe this will be some, some time for crafts and beverages. And she waltzes off. Yes. And are you all right, Vanina? Hmm. I'm not a fan of being kept in the dark. I understand wanting to keep things quiet, but let's try to keep to keep everyone more in the loop next time. Hmm? I apologize, I wasn't able to tell you anything sooner, but I didn't know for sure of myself what was going on. I wasn't sure what to say until I knew. I promise, in the Alliance, we are much more open with information. Hmm. You can ask me anything, and as I said, we have a library. You have full access to everything in there. Not quite as extensive as some Alliance bases might have, but it's gonna learn a lot more there. Okay. For the DM's knowledge, Terida is a bookie with the, the super high intelligence, so she's probably gonna hang out in that library for a very long time. Like, weeks, until she figures out what's going on. I'll get y'all more information on the Alliance at some point. Oh, no, don't, don't worry about it. I was, just, I was just making that comment so that you know what to prep in case you want, like, time skips or anything to be involved. Yeah. That's her, gonna be your top priority. Alright, so I think I will also get changed and get my things moved back, moved into what I guess is going to be my room and uh, check out the ship, if that's alright. Oh yeah, here, she paid you a little tablet. This is a more portable directory. You can use that to find just about anything on this ship. You can even go into engineering, just you don't touch things. <laughs> Until oh. someone's showing you what the different buttons do. This is, our tech is very different. Alright. We'll explain things. <laughs> okay. If you're interested. I'll show you around. I'll be picking up some of my old crew soon. And they already have quarters, but those are marked. We have plenty of open ones, so wherever you want. Alright. Thank you. You're welcome, man. Thanks for not trying to shoot me or anything. <laughs> oh, you wouldn't have to worry about shooting from me. That's fair. <laughs> Hopefully I'll be able to earn back your trust in time. 
We shall see what the future holds. But this will be an interesting experience. Hopefully you'll like the Alliance more than you like the Federation. I personally do, but then again, I grew up there. I actually give you options on things. Yes, uh, options can be very helpful. Are you gonna stay or are you just gonna kind of leave? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna leave. Anima, are you still in the room? Hi, uh, yes. Spectral looks over you like, you going to be alright? Captain, I you? Yes, about anything. I know I've dumped a lot on you. I... I am... I don't exactly know where to start. I... I have always known I was different. This is not new information. I never knew why. The first thing I remember is coming out of pod being told that my designation was 1335 and to follow all Federation orders from this point on. I know that when I emerged from whatever that pod was, I was already a fully mature member of the Ashen Forged, but I have no memory of coming that way. I do not know how long it was at least five years because that is how long it takes to reach maturity but other than that i do not know my age i do not know where i am from but i know that i was given a name and that is what you asked of me and we met even though i was supposed to give you my designation not what i was asked i was asked my name i guess you've just Confirmed things, I suppose? I, I don't know. Understandable that you have a lot of questions. You're basically a walk in the world that you don't understand surrounded by people who don't really understand you. The way the Federation makes Ashen Forge is very different from how the Dendus do, and I still don't know exactly how they do it, but perhaps talk about how your creator is best for once you've had time to process things a little more, but can help you get some answers. There's nothing wrong with you. I see. It's just, I was actually surprised and relieved when I assigned you to my ship, because just, I, Federation Ashen Forge, it's something wrong with them. It's like their soul isn't there. Uh, out of character, Ashen Forged are said to, like in the manual, not have souls. Soul of them. She means that more of like a figurative sense. Also, I might say in this version, they have Something approximating a soul. They're not okay. just sort of mindless robots things. Okay. That's just a like a point of information. Okay. I realize that's a thing. I'm tweaking it a little bit. Because there's more to anima. And in my world, anima is what action forger is supposed to be like. Okay. Federation keeps that very, very secret. It's got some concern there. It's just something missing from them. Something that should be there. That's the thing you have. That's why I'm glad you're on my ship, because you don't belong there. You belong out here. She just sort of gestures to space. It gestures, like, out the window. Anima, like, follows that gesture. All this is far bigger, and you are made to be more than just infamous piece of furniture as the Federation has treated you so far. <laughs> that is, um, I'm going to be honest, Captain, that's kind of scary. Don't have to figure this out alone. Alimira and I can help you if you would like. I'm going to be honest, Captain. It's also a little scary. 
It's alright. Sometimes we all have a lot to process and a lot to think about, but if you ever have questions or want to talk to me about anything, you're welcome to. And you can also talk to Tally. She's excitable. Yes, that seems to be the case from the little bit I've seen of her true personality. And it's also her being very glad to be out of that suit. We had to borrow that suit from the Belair. They made it for that purpose. Because she wasn't about to let me go on this mission by myself. And it helped having something people would treat like furniture. She's gathered a lot of information. She'll calm down a little bit, but she's very friendly. She may be able to help you understand more when you're ready, of course. Yes. Thank you, Captain. Welcome. Vi, after getting her room set up, is probably gonna go to the library and see what's there. Anima is gonna go to the armory and see if there's a different outfit, because basically... I know it says that I get an adventurer's pack, but an explorer's pack or whatever. But basically, all Anima owns, and I use the word owns lightly in the context of what the Federation gave her, is her clothes. That's pretty much all she has. She wants something that's not Federation armor. <laughs> it takes both of y'all a minute, but you're able to find different clothes that fit pretty well. There's some both just <laughs> sort of like general clothing. Like it's not a perfect fit, but it, it fits well enough to make do until you're able to like go shopping. Mm-hmm. Some of the stuff has like little lights logos on it, but others are just general street clothes almost. Some of it's armors that like there's a lot of very different styles to things. Okay. Actually, can Vi also go to the armory to change? I'm imagining your trench coat isn't standard Federation, so if you want to, like, keep that and just change everything else. Yeah. It'll, it's still going to function the same way, like, mechanically as your normal clothes, unless you specify that when you leave a ship you're wearing straight clothes. Whatever it looks like, it's still going to function the same as your basic armor. Okay. Awesome. I'll go get changed, and I think at some point Tally might walk by and just like, Oh, you guys found the new clothes. She's changed clothes too, so she's wearing more of a suit. Like, you can see her hands, and um, I think Dindus actually have a tail. I'm thinking that Ferda might have actually lit her clothing on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Going through waves of really pissed and really not. Tally might walk by the door and be like, it smells like smoke. And then, like, glances in, and the three of us are just looking at the table or, and with a pile of ashes there. And she's just like, you guys do know we have an incinerator down the hall, right? Not intentional. I'm getting very used to picking up, scooping stuff up, and Faraday gets to work cleaning up the mess that she made. Don't worry, y'all learn your way around the ship soon. Anima didn't burn hers with Faraday's. She she does want to burn it. It's just on the hall to the left. There's like a picture of fire above it. It's really hard to miss. Oh, I appreciate the information, Tally. Um, this one was a little bit more of a personal job. I appreciate the letting us know, though. That's really cool. It's also kind of cool that you have, like, flesh now. That's weird. I mean, I always have, but I guess I get what you mean. What you mean. Ferda. Ferda will, will be laughing and chuckling. I have to ask. Like, I just want to make sure. You are Ferda the singer, right? Yes, the singer. Like, nobody knows what the- Oh my god, I'm so excited. I never thought I would meet you. What? I've been a fan of yours for such a long time. Like, what songs? <laughs> All of them. Your latest is so good. It's like exploding everywhere. And girl mode on. She's coming across as more of a teenager than I meant to, but I'm sticking with it. <laughs> <laughs> Made a decision. Made your bed. Lie in it! 
Also, I find her adorable. <laughs> like, her eyes are really wide, and she's like, My friends are gonna be so jealous, Ty's never gonna believe me. No, 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 don't, don't, no. Okay, I, I don't know who it is you said again, but I, I'm fairly certain I'm not, not that person. So, it's okay. No, no need to, like, make a big deal about it. No, I, I think you are. Do not have access to the Shadow Knight or anything? Nope. Not at all. No, I have explained to her that she is known outside of the Federation, but you can't always trust what the Shadow Net says, so I didn't want to say too much and have her be disappointed. And you probably haven't been flagged by the Alliance servers yet. Work on that. Yeah. Be able to access a little more and more people will be willing to talk to you. I would imagine the conversation probably went like, you know that like people outside the Federation listen to you. And Farida was like, uh-huh, right, right, right. Because she's just imagining that she's just like the tiny <laughs> indie artist. Like, who would ever believe the joke of there's this huge following that I haven't heard of, right? She, she kind of probably just missed the idea. No, seriously, come here. Let me show you. And she just like grabs her hand and starts talking you along. Come on. Our communication room is over this way. I can show you. Do you let her pull you along? Yeah, she's kind of curious. She'll probably be allow herself to be dragged along. You two can come if you want, and it might be good to know where the, commu- where the communication room is, though we should be getting tie back soon. It's over this way, she drags you through a couple halls and through a couple doorways into, um, it's not anything you've ever seen. Alliance has more advanced technology than Federation does, but, like, you look at it, you can tell it's a communication room. She's like, yeah, here, and she starts tapping with something, okay, the top of the charts! And she starts pulling up all these different fan sites. <laughs> yeah, look at many, like, downloads you've gotten with your latest thing, like, look at this, and it's... No, this has to be wrong. There's no way. Probably quadruple any numbers you've ever seen. Quadruple? You have some royalty. <laughs> this is more than quadruple. This is thousands of times. She holds up her now disconnected phone, which, of course, she was keeping track of her her stats within the Federation, and it's like, the last song has, like, 70 downloads? It, it's probably working now, but still showing, like, Federation information. Yeah, and it shows like 70 listens, maybe like five or six downloads on the last song, which has been out for two days in story time. She released one right before she got the call for this mission. Yeah, you got like 200 downloads in the first hour. That's that's absurd. And she's she's like taking it more seriously and like looking at it and like digging around, puts tosses her phone off to the side and starts getting into looking looking a little bit further into this. Did you not realize what the languages you were singing in were? No, I just went to the library and picked out stuff that sounded cool. Yeah, no wonder you didn't do well in the Federation. None of them know it. Everyone out here loves you. Okay, that'll take some getting used to. It's been a day. Yeah, that, yeah, it's it's been really weird. But, oh my god, I'm so excited. <laughs> Wait, do they know that I use magic to do my special effects? There's been some speculation. Let's leave it at speculation. I'm guessing that you're the only person up till right now that I've gotten a chance to actually interact with that has found out that I use magic to do those. I mean, I think it's really cool. I wish I could do that. I'm just really good at fixing things. And people. Oh, yeah, that reminds me. I need to go check on our friend. (laughs) You guys want to come? Yeah, sure. Come on, this way. She doesn't grab your hand this time. She just kind of runs off, leaving everything open where it was. I have a tablet given by Spectra, so let's go to the medbay. Anima, are you following, or are you just stirring around, or what are you doing? No, Anima's following. Anima doesn't really know what else to do, so she's just gonna follow, follow <laughs> around. But she is this bubbliness is like, 
a little bit exhausting. <laughs> yeah. She was in that suit for a really long time. So she's, it's just like when you go a long time without any interaction, then you're just like, oh my God, people. And then stick her in the room with a celebrity. She's like, oh my God. <laughs> stick her in the room with a celebrity she likes. Most suspicious Eldorian existence. And <laughs> me, Anima. However you would like to describe Anima's current thing. Confused Ash and Forge. Mm-hmm. And as she's going along, she's just sort of narrating where rooms are. I will get you a map eventually. I just have to figure out how to make a map for a ship better than the one I made for the Jaeger. Narrating as she goes along, she gets to the med bay and it's like, yeah, I've got him in here. This he's kind of standing up against a sort of like scanner thing. She's like, I've been running some diagnostics. I can't really figure I haven't treated a whole lot of Belair before. Looks like he's doing all right. And I'm trying to figure out what sort of wave of energy he reacts to. Because they're energy beings. It's weird at first, but you get used to it. They're actually pretty cool. A lot of my magic is energy based. Could I take a look at that and see if I recognize anything? Uh, you're welcome to just try and not suck. Well, I'm not going to touch anything. I just want to look. Investigation? Sure. Let's say plus proficiency just because you're familiar with like energy magic stuff. Just 11. I didn't, I didn't do great. Well, plus proficiency, that would be 13. I feel like it would actually be xenobiology. Uh, xenobiology, it would be a 10. And then you add proficiency, so then it would go up to a 12. Can't I figure it out? But it's really pretty. It's kind of mesmerizing. She's like, oh, yeah, it's doubt you've come across any energy like that before because sentient. Spectra mentioned that the Belair, part of their energy comes from a crucible, correct? Yeah, and once we get closer, it'll be better. I'm just trying to make sure everything's all right and see if maybe we can, like, stabilize or energize it enough to where it can, like, wake up. Because I don't know how long this poor guy's been asleep. I'm assuming it's a guy. I don't know. I'm going to call him Scrappy for now. I have a mechanics question. I have a question for the DM. So, as a lunar Eldori... I have something called Draw from the Wheel, and that's basically... How do I explain? The Great Wheel is basically how the Eldori sort of see the Crucibles as, in a way. It's a sort of... Okay, here it is. Uh, Here's from the book. It says, The Eldori today carry a very spiritual point of view. They believe in the creative and destructive power of the Crucibles, lie in another state of existence, spinning an internal balance called the Great Wheel. Attunement to Sorium allows the Eldori to speak the language of the wheel and call upon its power. It is this bonding method that became the foundation of the way Sorium is forged and used in modern day. So, as a lunar Eldori, I can call upon the power of the Great Wheel. Now, it's mainly for advantage on a single roll, but would that be able to help our Belair friend, or would that be too much of a stretch? sort of story-wise and play-wise, you could try and do that just to give them a little shock back to life. It won't get them back to full energy. No. But it'll allow them to wake up and be able to communicate and function. Sure. Yeah, that works. So, what would I roll? And as a visual, a runic wheel surrounds me as a sort of aura when I do this. Xenobiology again. Xenobiology? Okay. And would that be advantage or would I just do the normal? With the Great Wheel? Yeah, you can get advantage. I do not have Xenobiology. It's it's an intelligence one, is that correct? Yeah, Xenobiology is basically a medicine check. Oh, okay, I can do medicine. That's wisdom. Ooh, okay. 16, Xenobiology. And was that with advantage? Yes, that was with advantage. Okay. As you do this, you reach out, counting this like a healing for four hit points kind of thing. So the light flashes a bit, starts pulsing, and it's not 
whole lot brighter, but you can tell that it is brighter and it starts becoming kind of more active. Okay. So it just slowly starts moving, and as it does, Ali's going to start speaking to it in the speak language called Protean. So okay. now she just like says a couple words to it, and she's like, hold her hand out in a calming motion. It responds, and they have a brief conversation. She's and she looks to you, and it's like, I think he's gonna be alright. Still feeling a little weak, but I explained that we're friends, and I help him get back home. All right. He was asleep for a long time, and I think we were right. He was a scout. He should be alright, especially once we get him back home. I haven't seen him in any of the other crucibles, have you? Have you even seen the Federation's one? That's a good question. Y'all wouldn't have. As an Eldora, you've heard stories of the Crucible, but I don't think you've ever actually seen one. Like, you know of them and you believe in them, mm -hmm. but you've never seen one. Okay, like physically seen one? I would say I've seen depictions of them. I don't think I've ever seen one in person. Prometheans are involved with those, so they might, she heard it, might have seen her. You know about them, you've heard of them, you've like seen depictions of them, you do believe that they exist, but you've never had a chance to like see one in person. Yeah. I need to go look up the exact wording because I think Prometheans aren't born as Prometheans. At some point, they are taken to a crucible or something like that, and something at the crucible actually turns them into Prometheans. That's how you end up with the two different kinds of Prometheans. Yeah, in that case, you have seen one. Dana, as far as you know, you haven't, because you don't remember. Something I have just realized, <laughs> that I forgot to put my skill <laughs> proficiencies in, that's okay. so that's what I've been doing for the past couple minutes. It's okay, I forget I to do stuff like that, too. I am bad at this. <laughs> as a warrior, I could have had better perception. I could have had less negative one perception oh. for the past couple of, um... <laughs> At least y'all have pretty much avoided every single combat encounter I've tried. Well, aside from the training, but y'all avoided. Oh, got in the front door, and you were gonna trigger trigger all the droids and then have to fight them. No, that would have cost time. <laughs> all right, Tally's kind of happy. I was like, yeah, imagine a lot to think about, and I'll keep an eye on my friends here. If y'all wanna go back at your rooms, rest, you know when dinner's ready. Maybe bond even with Ty soon. We see him. I don't know. We'll see. He's the one that goes by classical now, by the way. He's cool. Yeah, he's cool. I thought so. Cool. So, I'll just take some time to settle in and wrap your heads around the fact that your world just got a lot bigger and a little bit more complicated. Aboard the Opal Star is an Esper Genesis 5e actual play podcast DM'd and produced by Brianna Toiber as part of Pseudonym Social, a creative podcast network. I'm Casey, and I'm playing Anima the Ashenforged. I'm playing Farida the Promethean. My name's Alexis, and I am playing Vilina Sorel the Eldori. Music is by Patrick Chester of Chester Studios. To see more of his work, visit his website at chesterstudios.net. Find out more about Pseudonym Social by visiting our website at pseudonymsocial.wordpress.com. If you like what we're doing and would like to support us, please consider leaving a review or donating to our Patreon at patreon.com slash pseudonymsocial.